What's going on, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the I Know Right podcast. This is season one, episode... 13. 13, yes. And we just screwed up that whole intro. I, not yeah, I know. What is, what is wrong? I, I was giving, I was like setting it up for you. I know. I don't know why you started off like that. We never start off like that. All right. <laughs> well, I'm Susie. And I'm George. And this is... Lupe. <laughs> this is Lupe. She's excited to be alive. Okay? I yeah, am. Be alive? Or even, be... be alive. Even though it sounded right now like she's not. She's so excited. <laughs> yeah, well, guys, anyways, uh, as you notice, we do not have our regular stand here. We have our very, very first guest on the I Know Right podcast. Yes, I'm so excited. Also, I, that's why I have to hold my coffee. Um, yeah, she, she was being a little spoiled brat, and she's like, what the could, hell? We, could we uh, set this up any other way where we can have um, this? Okay. <laughs> I don't even think I made a big deal out of it, but okay. I just yeah, had to let her know. She just gave me a, a crazy look, so, anyways. Okay. So, yeah, so. Why don't you do a little introduction? Or sure, Lupe? sure. So this is Lupe uh, <laughs> Garcia. She was our, and by ours, I mean like my whole entire family's uh, long life neighbor. She lived across the street, and her family's ginormous in the Merrill's Park, Franklin Park, North Lake area. <laughs> she knows everyone. Um, they're from Durango. And so she has a lot of family, so you'll, you, I'm sure you know her, you've heard of her, you've seen her before, uh, but she's actually best friends with my niece. And so basically we all grew up together. I knew her from the time she was a little baby to her DW looking stage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <They're> Susie, like, <laughs> still holding on to that. Oh, we gotta, oh, get, we gotta get a picture of that. No, <laughs> there will be no evidence she brought up. So but anyways, um, from Arthur. But um, so yeah, I've known her my whole life, and she has actually she started. She was a member here about her CrossFit before I was. You were you started in December or something like that, or like February ish when you start when you came back from school. Yeah, I came back over a break. Yeah, and I started in the summertime, so she was here for a few months before me, and uh, we've both been here ever since. And now she is embarking on the quest of coaching and she's doing awesome she's learning all the ins and outs of the trade and <laughs> on top of all that lupe is a doctor i am yeah so i hope i set that up as best as i could i hyped you up as much yeah. as i could so go ahead uh lupe and tell us a little bit more about yourself yeah shout out to 23rd, 23rd. <laughs> oh my God. 23rd that's where it all started <laughs> why are you hating george like no cap, like it's the best street in Merrill's Park. It really is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really is. Well, why is it the best street? Is it like on the main street or like, it's is, it, not. is it like the 26th street? Well, it's of... off of the main street of Lake Street. So, is, oh, so, 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 so Lake Street is the main street in Merrill's Park, mm -hmm. um, especially for Mexicans. And 23rd is that really very like niche street where you're close to 25th. So anybody coming from another town that's trying to get into away from traffic or whatever will go down our street. Mm -hmm. We're also very close walking distance of a lot of things. So you have like the track on 25th plus that little plaza like barbershop, Little Caesars, blah, blah, blah. You're very close to Dung Donuts where you walk there. Mm -hmm. You're close to Merrill's Park School where you can walk there as well. Close to 19th. And, and 19th, which is Lucky Dog, all those uh, Torres, Jimenez, all those stores. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, at the same time, you are also not far from like Division Street and all that stuff. So like you can still have fun mm -hmm. uh, at those parks and whatever. Like it, it's just like the best street. Any other street, like let's say if you're actually like on 20th or 19th, you're too far from 25th, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Walking distance wise, we're just like at a perfect plus. Like the Taste of Merrill's Park is right by us. Right. The Feast of Merrill's Park of Mount Carmel is right by us. The church is by us. All the things that matter in Merrill's Park are by Staples. Us. Yeah, so both of you are on 23rd. Yeah, yeah, literally we were across the street mm -hmm. from oh, each nice. other. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah. Best street, Merrill's Park. Fight us. <laughs> that. I'm ready. So tell us, tell us your, your, uh, your whole little journey from 23rd Street to the big Apple Franklin Park. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
Wait to film that up. I don't know. I'm just saying. George Outsider. I'm not from here, so I'll just be like, okay. Oh my God. Well, I technically moved to North Lake, so I'm kind of in the middle town of everything, which is, yeah, I know. I was really torn apart when I did move from Melrose. But anyways, we got over it. But yeah, I ended up joining OCF when I like kind of jumped in a couple times over my breaks when I was in college, but I had started CrossFit over there at school, but I realized there was one close here. So when I graduated, I was able to join, but I came, kind of like uh, came over a couple of the, I don't know, winter breaks, summer breaks, and just like hopped in on a couple of workouts. And then I was like, oh, once I graduated, I was able to join and just loved it ever since. But yeah, then when I found out Susie was here, that was exciting. I was like, oh, yay, so yeah. fun. So. That was like so many years ago. That was so many years ago. Yeah. yeah. It was exciting to know you were here. Yeah. My brother had just started. And I was like, oh my God, Lupe does it. And I'm like so much older than her. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> That's honestly what I was thinking. Like, oh my but God. Susie killed it. And just, I mean, I think we both kind of just fell in love with it and everything about it. For sure. Yeah. So. I agree with that. And it's kind of amazing where you guys are at right now, right? Like, like yes. Hepa and then maybe a coach soon. And then yeah. sort of like the journey of coaching. Honestly. There's no better, like when Drake wrote that song, started from the bottom <laughs> over here. That was about Lupe and I. <laughs> because, um, yeah, I mean, we've talked about my journey before, and I started off as a member, and then I became a person that like tried very hard and tried to get better, not because I wanted to compete or anything like that, which people always thought I was trying to do, but because I wanted to learn the movements and know like what they were about, because I had never mm -hmm. been athletic. Lupe was, and um, then I became an ambassador, and I was the best ambassador ever, the first ambassador ever here. Yeah, and the best first one. one. And I started coaching, and now I own it. So it's like legit. It really is. Hard, like I could be like next next journey will be me starting off, like just working at a hospital and then becoming a doctor. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Whoa! But anyway, reach for the stars, Susie. <laughs> Lupe has been, and it's been, if you've known Lupe, especially members of the gym, you know that this whole time that you've known her, she's been in school. Yeah, <laughs> literally. And it feels like a lot of years. So but. tell us what you went to school for exactly. Um, like even recent? Yes, like okay. everything that matters right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, in my undergrad, I went to U of I down in Champaign, and I did my major in human nutrition. And uh, after that, I came to school out here in Lombard, National University of Health Sciences. And so I started the Doctor of Naturopathic Medicine program. And so I was able to like work out while I was in school. So that was kind of nice because I was living you know, nearby, kept my sanity, so that was really good. And after um, I finished that program, I decided to add on the Doctor of Chiropractic degree so I just finished that one in April of this year. So just kept piling it on. So if you want to know about <laughs> nutrition and how your body is affected by the things that you eat, lupus got you. If you want alternative ways to be healthy and stay healthy, um, as opposed to, even though she's not opposed to regular Western medicine, but to, as an addition to stay healthy with alternative medicine, lupus your gal. And if you need adjustments, Mm -hmm. Like to overall recalibrate you, um, overall just make you uh, aligned all over again, lupus got you too. Yeah. Also, I, I forgot I did do a certification in acupuncture, so yeah, I can also do can acupuncture. Also do that, so you, she can like your aura and your chi. <laughs> Get the chi flowing. <laughs> um, unblock any of those things. I do need you to unblock my right hand. Uh, we'll talk about that later. So we wanted to have a special episode because this is a topic, very passionate topic of lupus and mine. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, it's difficult for us to have conversations with people because people are also very passionate about this subject as well. And I think that a lot of times I can be a little bit abrasive um, and you can be a little bit more on the quiet end. And basically <laughs> what we're trying to do is not argue. And for my self-care, for myself, I don't wish to argue with people about this topic because they're never going to understand what I'm trying to say. And the topic is the coronavirus pandemic, COVID-19 pandemic, um, and how we feel about it. Because 
I'm gonna preface this, Lupe and I are not here as like conspiracy theorists that think this thing is fake. We know it's a real thing, mm -hmm. it's existing, my dad died from it, like it, it's happening in the world. Um, but at the same time, what we see going on with people, and not necessarily people here at the gym, but other people that we know, um, we just like, want to give our perspective on it just because we are in this space of fitness and health and wellness and obviously a little bit more so with alternative medicine as far as what is it that we know, how we feel about it and what we think are ways. Obviously, we're not saying we have the cure, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I feel that there are specific things that you can do to help yourself, right? Because at the same time, you know, if you're a religious person, what's that thing that, you know, it, people say? Like, you gotta help yourself for God to help you, right? Or if you're a person that's more like spiritual, it's called active faith. Like, you can't just be like, all right, universe, take care of this, right? You have to <laughs> actively do something. And I think that that's what's missing right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, so to start off with COVID-19, we are in, I don't even know what month this is of it, like month six. Right? Yes. Yeah, it's, like, oh, it's, it's a blur. It's a blur. <laughs> where it has become a worldwide, just overall, there's been shutdowns and restrictions and all this stuff. It's, yeah, we're six months in. And, you know, we've lost some people and we know people that have gotten sick and all that stuff. And, you know, at the same time, like, I see a lot of people that are very extremists. Mm -hmm. Like either they are not doing anything and they're just like so-and-so doctor from TV said not to go out, to stay home, to wear masks all the time, to avoid it, right? Avoidance, avoidance, avoidance. And then we have those people that just like do not care about others, first of all, <laughs> and themselves because they're just mm -hmm. like throwing ragers and all that stuff, right? <laughs> there was just a, um, someone from the gym put, um, put this in my attention span and then it like started appearing all over my feed Oak Park River Forest students had like a party like an indoor closed party and like it's 23 of them so far that have tested positive for COVID mm. wow so there's like those extremes mm -hmm. right so um what I know about COVID is like what most people know like it's a virus it's a virus that's a combination it's not just human right it's simian and it's also a uh, it would be like a like the bad virus, right? So it, it's a combination oh. of, of three things. Um, so it makes it more difficult for us to fight off because we're not bats. You know <laughs> what I mean? We don't have those natural, you know, uh, antibodies or whatever. But at the same time, there have this is not the first coronavirus. Mm -hmm. This is not the first ever. So I think if you can give a little perspective on that, Lupus, so people know that, because I think the last coronavirus was like the SARS of like 2012 or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, so people know that this is not the first time there's been ever a coronavirus, because I think people think this is the first one ever. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, there are other strains of coronavirus, mm -hmm. but yeah, this one's a little bit of a weird one. I mean, it's, I don't know necessarily if it's like new to us, but it's definitely a newer thing that our bodies are, you know, kind of overcoming and don't really know how to handle it. And as we can see, everyone's body reacts to it very differently right. based on many factors. And I think that's what also freaks a lot of people out because, you know, some people are thinking the worst and being like, okay, I'm going to end up on a ventilator in the hospital or, you know, dead or something like that. And it's really hard as like outsiders that don't know what's going on or what someone's health looks like to determine what's gonna be the outcome. Cause there's some people that have, you know, very minimal symptoms and maybe no symptoms maybe at all. Symptoms, yeah. And then they're like, you know, might come across it, but you could spread it to someone else that might have a very different, you know, reaction. Mm -hmm. And that is, I think the scary part that, you know, it's not just your, regular flu that people are thinking you know oh yeah i'm just gonna be out for a few days be fine back to normal whatever right. so the uncertainty is really what's driving everyone's imagination to all sorts of things and i mean it is preparing for the worst but at the same time you know you you just can't live in fear i yeah. think that's my opinion about it but you have to like you're saying be active about it you can't just be like okay 
it's gonna happen, this is what we have to do. Like there are things that you can do on your own and to help others as well around you to kind of, you know, prepare your body to overcome it in a more healthy manner. And I think that that's like the missing factor that a lot of people are not getting that information. And I've recently seen a little bit more on the news talk about more stuff like okay take maybe some supplements or like eat healthy and do these things like go outside get vitamin d yada 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 yeah. but like where was that in the beginning where was why it? didn't they say then from the get-go i mean i remember when they first said like the shutdown was happening and people got really freaked out um i was still coming to the gym to film the virtual classes and it was like post-apocalyptic when, when I used to come into work. <laughs> like there were no cars, but on top of that, no one was outside ever. Like I, granted it was March and it, we're in the, you know, Northern Latitude area of Chicago. So, you know, it is cold, but at the same time, there were like no people outside, no anything. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, this is so creepy. Like you, you're still allowed to like walk your dog and you're still allowed to do like these normal activities as long as you're, you know, following the rules or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I think that that's what became so, that's why people became so extremist. They were like, I'm not going to stay in, like, I'm going to go out. It's been too long. It's been two weeks. It's been three weeks. It's like people were <laughs> done, you know? And then I think that that's what caused other people to be like, oh my God, people are so extreme and they're doing all this stuff. Like I'm going to for sure stay home and do nothing. And I think maybe only once I heard like the, the doctor that works with the mayor of Chicago say like, yeah, go out for walks for exercise. And I was like, whoa, I can't believe she said that because for that whole time, mm -hmm. no one had said anything. And what we were trying to do with the virtual program was we applied a couple of different things. So we were having people work out. We have a virtual program Monday through Saturday live, or you could catch the workout later for those people that were working. Um, but we were also having all these vitality challenges mm -hmm. where it was like, we want you to go outside and tell us that you went out for a walk for 30 minutes. Um, get some sun and be out, you know what I mean? Drink such amount of water a day. Like all the little things that are overall just health markers for your daily life. Mm -hmm. um, and I really feel, even though maybe... It's like when you spoon, it's like when you mix vegetables in someone's smoothie because they don't eat vegetables. <laughs> I feel like we're doing that because, you know, now people had this time and people are not fans of like, oh, I'm not gonna drink like all this water. I don't wanna go outside for a walk, but we were offering prizes for people that were like mm. doing this stuff that people are like, oh yeah, I, do, I definitely wanna do this. And I think that that helped a lot of people. Yeah. Mm not only physically but mentally absolutely and i think that if you start to confound yourself and be in this negative mindset or like in this defeatist mindset or just think like it's going to happen anyway or or that sort of thing that you are already lowering your immune system mm -hmm. so now we're going to get into talk of, about like what exactly immune system wise can we do first of all we cannot just surrender overall mm -hmm and have a better mindset, which is something George and I talk a lot about in this podcast, because you are what you think and you swallow those thoughts and they just regurgitates over and over again. And then that lowers your immune system and makes you more susceptible to, and I'm not saying to coronavirus, but to getting sick, to not being healthy, all that stuff, right? So I know George has been active this mm -hmm. whole time. We've been active this whole time. We've, I, have been doing the most ever as far as drinking water because that's been tough for me. Um, but yeah, so what are some ways we can boost up our immune system? Because if it is my belief that if your immune system is working properly mm -hmm. and if you've been doing all of the work, right, that it will help you a if you do get it. Mm -hmm possibly and not having such a detrimental effect on your health but also it overall will also you know keep you in mind as far as like how to be cautious about mm -hmm. not getting sick right right exactly so just going back to what we're trained in as naturopathic doctors we look at the person as the individual so we're not treating the disease for whatever they come in for. And that's what I think makes our medicine unique. 
And I love that because you're really taking into consideration all the factors that are playing a role in health. And you know, that's a lot of things. And those factors can be very different, even though someone might have the same diagnosis, for example, the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. So we're not gonna necessarily approach everyone the same, but there are some foundational things that everyone you know, can take into account that are gonna create the conditions for health. That's what we call it. Yeah. So for you to create the conditions for health, to boost your own vitality in your body, yeah. because in, in nature, there is, um, we call it, it's like in Latin, it's like vis medicatri nature, which is the wow. healing power of nature. Because in our bodies, our bodies want to be healthy. They want to create health. And when something happens, like you get a cut, your body naturally knows to heal it. That's what it does. You don't have to think about it. That's just what happens. So when you are having all these factors, sleep, nutrition, you know, breath, all the factors that are gonna consider your health foundation, then you're creating the conditions for healing in the body, which will then overcome whatever illness. So if you have multiple things going on, multiple diagnoses, then they're all gonna get better. Whether it's one first or the other, like there's a, a you know, kind of a step process for it, mm -hmm. but it's gonna get better because you are giving the body the tools it needs to heal pretty much. So sometimes some people might need more nutrition work because they might be deficient in things. Some people might need more focus on their sleep, on their sleep because you're restoring and healing during the nighttime. Some people might need more hydration if that's what that you're missing. Me. Yeah, so you know, it's gonna be different <laughs> for everyone. That'd be me. Yeah, but like, <laughs> it's really important to have all these factors which are considered simple fixes that many people ignore. So many people ignore. And that is a big part of like this whole alternative medicine that people are not realizing that these basic things can have profound impacts on your health. And so what we try to do is use the least invasive therapies first before going into the high interventions, which can be sometimes, you know, medications, surgeries, you know, IVs, all these other amazing things that I'm very grateful that we have in society. But I think sometimes people are so quick to jump to these high fours, which sometimes you might have to if someone is in that condition, usually, you know, older people have less vitality, you're going to have to hop to some higher force things. But for the general public, like for example, the people that are coming into this gym, most people are, are you know, doing a decent job, but you can make tweaks in your own life, daily things that are going to have a big impact, like drinking lots of water, very important, and getting some good sleep. I think those are two really simple things that people really tend to forget will lay a strong base for you. Well, I think people are like, ah, like, I feel good after five hours of sleep. And <laughs> it's just like, in what world? Because yeah. like, sometimes I do have to do that, but I'm just like, I feel terrible. Like, there's no way anyone feels okay. Yeah, and it's interesting too, because sometimes like you just get so used to feeling a certain way that that becomes your normal. Mm -hmm. And you don't realize that you can feel even better if you really get you know, more improvement on these aspects of your life. And until you start feeling healthy, then you're like, wow, I really was feeling not so good back in those times when I wasn't doing that. Yeah. So you, until you get to that point, sometimes you don't realize, you know what, I was not doing all these healthy things. I was feeling really tired all the time until you realize, you know, what energy feels like. You're just like, oh my God, I was always exhausted or like feeling like you are depending on these stimulants like coffee and, you know, energy drinks and all these things that a lot of people are normalized. I mean, some people just become a part of their routine. They're like, okay, get my coffee, get, you know, have this kind of lunch, this and that. Like you're just having your day planned around the stimulant. You're just in like monotonous, like airplane mode, Subway or Chick-fil-A. And then I come home and I'm super stressed and I wanna decompress from the day and now I'm just gonna watch Netflix all night and I'm gonna stay up till 2 a.m. and then I'm gonna go to sleep. And that's, a lot of people feel like, no, like that's my life, like I love it. But that kinda the same, sounds like you though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I made it to, it, this is based on fiction. <laughs> um, but people tend to live that life and not realize like, hey, you know, there's nothing as far as active health going on there. Mm -hmm. B, you're also not happy. Yeah. And 
you know, that's why a lot of people feel like, oh, like my, my work sucks, my wife sucks, my family sucks. Like, because, you know, you're not doing actively to help you out with, you know, your personal health. Mm-hmm. When you are working on yourself health-wise, like, you just get a person in here that hasn't worked out in a while, they're very grateful to be here. And that's why when people are ready to leave, I'm like, go, please, like, take that bread, go. You know what I mean? Because when people come in here and they feel grateful to be here, mm-hmm. they're going to put in all the work and then they realize, like, man, I've been needing to move this whole time. Now, instead of going from eating, you know, Subway or whatever I ate, you know, for lunch at work and going straight home for the TV, I'm coming into the gym and, you know, even if it's that one change, mm-hmm. it makes a significant difference. And it's usually like a domino effect. Like, okay, like I already feel this much better from just moving. Mm-hmm. What else can I do? Okay, nutrition. Like, I feel kind of run down from my workouts. Like, my energy is a little bit low. Like, then you realize like, oh man, like, I probably need some more protein. I need some more dark green leafy vegetables. I need, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then you start making those little things that make you overall feeling better and happy like you're doing some it's not so much that i mean definitely you inside internally you feel better because your body's like yay vegetables (laughs) 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 but but it's also like you feel like you're actively doing something for yourself yeah right i have found that just from yeah seeing all the people that have come to the gym or even outside of here i find that when people find that physical activity, whatever it will be. But I mean, I'm more familiar with the CrossFit, you know, environment. I love that about it. When people start getting more involved with their health and being proactive for, you know, trying to feel good. Like the cool thing about here is cause like, okay, there is that little competitive factor. It's like, okay, even if you're not looking at other people, but you're like, I want to do better. I want to move better. I want to feel good, not feel like, you know, hurt. And I want to feel strong. It feels good to feel strong because you were like, you know what? I'm taking advantage of what my body is capable of doing. And to feel that power is amazing, no matter at what level of physical activity you're at. And I think it is cool when people start being like, you know what, what else can I do to do better and to feel better every day? And you know, you start doing a little research or you start talking to people, what else, you know, they're doing? What do you, what do you eat before you come in here? What's in that shake, you know, this and that. And you start like, you know, bouncing off ideas and sharing it. And that's really, you know, what is awesome about the community too. But, you know, trying to feel better is gonna make you healthier. Like it's gonna make you more well-rounded and you start thinking about things outside of the gym and like, you know, maybe how you're spending your weekends and what you're doing, you might be more active, you know, now people start, you know, hanging out outside, going on bike rides, going on runs, you know, yeah, doing I'm so proud of my bike ride people. <laughs> I, I won't go, but like, I'm so proud of them for doing that. So you start getting, you know, more, more things that are, you know, only going to help you and you, you're having that sense of purpose and you're starting to have that community that is supporting these good habits. And I think that that, you know, affects their families as well. Because, you know, I'm sure you probably know a little bit more about the other people in the family, what, cause you talk to them as a coach and then you start seeing, you know, their kids are eating healthier mm-hmm. and then they are influencing, you know, maybe their spouse as well. And then maybe they'll come in here or yeah. whatever. So it's like a whole building of healthy people. And I just, I, I just want to make it clear that the main thing is that what's so upsetting to me is when people are just doing nothing and just avoiding any sort of contact because they're afraid of getting sick. And in turn, you're just making yourself sick. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, what, that's the point I want to drive home. Ooh, yeah. Like if you're not doing anything, you're already sick because yeah. your body needs sunlight. Mm-hmm. Your body needs fresh air. Your body needs movement. Your mm-hmm. body needs like social interaction. Yeah. Like those are things that we as humans need yeah right like that that you know what i mean like it would suck if i couldn't have seen george that whole time during quarantine even though <laughs> it gets super annoying <laughs> because yeah you need that social interaction we are social beings like we come from communities and tribes and like no matter what size that tribe is like that is really how we have developed 
to the species we are today. But I think something that's interesting about this whole timing with like everyone being so scared of like, you know, touching things and like coming in contact with things like we are more, you know, bacteria and microbes in our human body than human cells, which is insanely Per, like crazy to think about inside of our bodies and outside yeah and so a big part of our immune system is in our gut yeah. and like there's a lot of bacteria oh, in man. there don't even get me started on there we could do a whole episode yeah that's a whole nother thing there because that's the thing where people are like no like i you know people make excuses all the time and like when they're like anxious or depressed or you know they caught a cold i'm like well what were you eating no i caught a cold because i was around these kids that had you know germs it's like well also everything starts in your stomach it mm -hmm. is literally people say the second brain i would say they are both equal in the amount of importance your head brain and your stomach brain like they are <laughs> so important because yeah. they both signal each other yep. and it's more huge. than anything this this is an area like a waste area like it's taking in the stuff that you need and it's repelling the stuff that you don't mm -hmm. it removes the waste and if like that stuff is getting compounded with like ugh, it just like makes me feel so gross like not <laughs> nutritious things or things that don't agree with it mm -hmm. you're blocking you're 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 starting blockages in your waste system your lymphatic waste system you are not allowing the signals to go properly between your stomach and your brain, your brain and your stomach. It, there's just like so much stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And people are just like, no, I got sick because I came into contact with so-and-so who had such and such disease. It's like, and you're just willing to accept that that's it. Mm -hmm. Of course, you know what I mean? Like, of course that's how people get sick, but at the same time, don't you think in, in how you just mentioned about how we are way more basically bacteria and germs than we are human cells. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you want to freaking do whatever you can inside your body so that you are as healthy as possible? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't that gross you out, George? It grosses me out. It doesn't gross me it out. Does yeah. gross it's out. it's pretty amazing, and I think it's fascinating. And I think it, yeah, I think it's fascinating. Sorry to cut you off, but I think it's fascinating just because I, I haven't said anything. But like, I think it's fascinating because everything need everything in this world has its purpose yeah mm -hmm. and that's what i think is, is awesome and beautiful, yeah is that like even these germs that we feel like like even coronavirus coronavirus is just making us a stronger human being at the end yeah well that that that's huge right there that is true because this is gonna hurt some baby ears you know what i mean <laughs> this is not the first pandemic that we've had yeah and in, in history like we've all heard these things the black plague and like all these things that mm -hmm. have wiped out people mm -hmm. but we didn't finish i mean we're here right now yeah yeah we were able to continue so what does that say it means darwinism survival of the fittest yeah well, unfortunately think... some people are not meant to survive this thing well, I think another thing too is, I mean, you could go down just the crazy rabbit hole of all of what all of this is, right? It's like the earth knows, like just as smart as our bodies are, the earth is just as smart and it creates these things to, you know, we're hurting probably the earth and it's like, okay, this is how we're going to cleanse. I, I feel like sometimes we're a disease and then like earth is just like, okay, we're going to clean, clean up a little bit of the disease and then that's how earth takes care of us. Mother nature yeah. always yeah. wins. Mother this nature, true. yeah. So that's how I, I mean, you've seen the day after so. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Mother, Yeah. <laughs> Mother Nature will be here even after humans are gone. Yeah, yeah 100%. like she wins for sure. Um, but I was gonna say also something about it's called the uh, terrain theory, and so this is the terrain is your body. This is what is gonna determine how you react to whatever virus or bacteria or disease you come across with. Because they've they've done studies in the past with like okay, people are in one room and let's say they put you know some bacteria or virus in the room that is exposing everyone equally, but not everyone reacts, not everyone gets the, you know, cold or whatever. Okay. Because of the terrain. Okay. Because what are the conditions in that person? Mm -hmm. And so that is something that I kind of base it off of for myself and kind of like try to put that into perspective of like, okay, am I healthy enough to overcome this? Yeah. Is my immune system reacting to it properly? and able to handle it in a way that it's gonna make it stronger, like George was saying. 
and you know you come out healthier on the other side and i mean we're meant to live symbiotically with all these things going on in our environment with the different bacteria and viruses to you know live healthier and that's how we actually become healthier is by becoming more exposed to different things and like that's how little kids build their immune system they eat dirt and all sorts of weird things put it in their mouth start like grabbing all sorts of things and they're not becoming sick at every instant of the day Mm -hmm. i mean you guys know when kids are doing all this stuff you're like oh my god like they put this in their mouth but they're like that's how they're coming across that's a funny point though because i i mean this is probably gonna drift a little bit off but like for instance like we're all not i'm not but like i was fine with drinking water out of the the sink you know and then like Stephanie's parents are like, oh, you guys got to get her fresh water, get her these filter waters. And I was like, <laughs> I used to drink out of a hose in the back of somebody's, you know, house. Like, like I'm not dead, you know. But have, then, like, have you drank out of, a, out of a hose recently? That no. water is gross. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I want to say it happened that, it was like a couple years ago. I'm like, okay, this water is not the same. Yeah, it's... but what I'm saying is like, I'm not dead. And then like, it probably made me kind of a little bit stronger somehow, you yeah, know, even though. Yeah, because you were exposed though, to so much. Right, yeah. so like, and it makes me feel like, there has to be some fine line where yes like, there's a balance I absolutely i will tell you guys that this is true so my mom is a very careful person so as far like she'll like avoid kids going out into the world as long as freaking possible like <laughs> my mom if you were to tell her like i was just telling someone this like i miss 135 days of kindergarten because literally i could just be <laughs> she, like it's funny how she, knows she remembers <laughs> because i could be like i have a headache and she's like oh no don't go you know what i mean like like don't get more sick and all these germs or whatever but really i was a very sickly kid and i was a very sickly kid because i was a picky eater so i wasn't eating a lot of like varieties of foods but also like my mom if like she would have kept me in the bubble like even to now to this day like Mm. to avoid so many things and as a result like i was sick a lot as a little kid i was sick all the time interesting like i you know, there's reasons why I avoid certain foods, but because I remember like getting sick off of them or whatever, or the fact that I always had a cold or I always had like, I got the flu a, cu- a couple of times. I had the mumps, you know what I mean? Mm. I've had scarlet fever twice when you Holy only get God. it once. Crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I have, <laughs> but I really truly believe it's that my mom is such a fan of like avoidance. Um, because, you know, she grew up with a variety of germs. She grew up in Mexico in open air and all this stuff. And I feel that in her mind having us not go through those hard markers of life mm-hmm. really just like overall made me more weak internally so um yes like <laughs> drinking out of a hose and all that stuff just overall play that you do as a kid is so important mm-hmm. um because it, it overall just exposes you like dr lupe said to so many different things mm-hmm. and then your body's like, all right, we got this down. Let's get the next thing. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? So uh, 100%. Yeah. I, I completely agree with those things. Yeah, I've been super quiet because I like, <laughs> what's it called? So I'm just, I'm just like fascinated right now because I'm just listening to these professionals, these two professionals right here. And, uh, <laughs> and having Dr. Lupe, you know, here and just kind of like breaking it all down because I'm in my own uh, kind of journey right now, like trying to figure out my body. And yeah, I was all into this mental game and yeah, I was into like, um, trying to eat okay. But like now I'm really thinking, and that's a beautiful thing about being here at OCF is, um, when we see somebody doing something, we want, we ask questions. We, we, we try to figure it out. Like, you know, Angela wore Vivo shoes and then, um, he gave Susie some and then I asked Susie some and then now Lupe, Alex, and all of them are wearing them. Kim's wearing them. And now I'm looking into that. And now I do most of my workouts with no shoes at all, which sucks because I just bought three new pairs of shoes. <laughs> Anyways, um, balance, but, balance. Anyway, but yeah. yeah, so since we talked about this many podcasts ago, but since uh, Susie told me I looked a little fluffy or soft, oh my God, a couple of like months ago, wow, I'm honest, yeah, she's looking out. No, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, I'm just saying it's uh, you need those friends in, in your life, mm. and uh. <laughs> But ever since then, I've been really trying to pay attention to my body, and I, I think I feel better. I've been eating better, um, but like, I, I have so many questions now. So like, one of the <laughs> questions is like, I know we're running out of time, but like, I had like one of the like, it's really cool the renaissance of what's going on in the doctor world, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's something relatively really new that what you're going going into like right now. Like, I'm not I'm not downplaying it, but because I know the truth to it. But you guys not 
that type of medicine was kind of like not frowned upon, but kind of like that's not going to help anything. Or like that's not a real doctor. Right, that's not a real doctor, mm-hmm. right? But people mm-hmm. are not waking up to that. And I think so that's one that's one question that I have and I, maybe we could touch base. Maybe we could do a segment like every 3 months or something with Lupe, Dr. Lupe. Um uh, another one is when you touch base on like as growing up culturally, like we didn't think we got sick from other people or being weak and eating stuff. We got sick because our hair's wet and we're going outside, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> or don't walk the, don't walk without don't, socks. Don't because, walk barefoot. You know, my mom still gets smashed. She's like, you're walking barefoot. My parents the same. Or like don't go to sleep with your hair wet after your shower. You know, yeah. like what the you know like My mom so, would be like, like, you'll go blind. Yeah, so culturally Lady, yeah. you're blind because of glaucoma. <laughs> fucking or taking a shower. So like uh, that's something else okay. I would like to talk about. Like yeah. and like another thing too, like it's just like another question when you're talking about like like can you like a lot of people feel like you like in the in the fitness world you can't um outwork a bad diet mm, right so they yeah. work hand in Oof. hand can Good i stuff, like george can i supplement like <laughs> like my sleep but then like eat a lot better you know like things like that like yeah I have questions on mm. that and, and I, I know that i'm just it's just that like my mind is just going like, i gotta get some a notepad I yeah know. i'm glad though well, this will be on video so then i'll remember yeah. but definitely like you mentioned, since we are running out of time, we, and we wanted to just touch base on this. Supplements overall are not a bad thing as long as you're using them as supplements and not as like the cure. Well, I'm not talking right? about like supplements like protein powder and stuff like that. But what I'm saying is like, okay, I get a lack of sleep. Like, let's say I try sleeping six, five hours. We're supposed to recommend it eight hours. But can I start eating more vegetables to supplement for that? You know, or can mm. I? Got it. Like, so like to balance it out, in, or can in I take naps replacement instead of, of something? Like, can I take okay. naps instead of doing the whole eight hours or something like that? Like, and I don't. Okay. We don't have to get into like right now. Yeah. But like, that's what my 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 whole mind was like. Cause there's like, so much that we could definitely do each one of those questions as an episode. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, so a couple just, things that I'll just think say in um off base of that um. So one of the things that I really like that I've learned about um, is the whole saying of genetics loads the gun and environment pulls the trigger. So we are all, you know, individually created as whatever genetics have been inherited from our parents, our ancestors, and, you know, how we've been brought up. Everyone individually has a makeup of, you know, maybe like you're saying your mom has glaucoma. And so like that is another little stack in your makeup that is a possibility that you could develop it just because it's in your you know history but based based on how you live your life you may or may not have that when in your life so a lot of the things that i do is to avoid going blind because my mom has like 10 i would say like 17 percent vision on one eye only um my mom also like for the past 20 years has not eaten the best Mm -hmm. she you know have to work 12 hour shifts so she was not as active as she was like when my siblings were small and she is the most anxious little person you'll ever find in your life (laughs) like if you think if you know my family and you think we are that lady is a ball of nerves so i know all of that contributed Mm -hmm. to her eyesight loss Mm-hmm. And so a lot of things that I do is not really so I can look awesome or so that I don't get coronavirus. It's so that I don't lose my vision. Yeah. Uh, there, there's Because I'm like, okay, my mom did all this. I'm going to do this differently because I, my mom's relatively not, she's not old. She's in her early 70s. She's 72. And she hasn't had her full sight like the past eight years mm-hmm. so she was still young like I don't know if she really fully sees her youngest grandkids they're five and three wow. you know what I mean yeah and so to me a lot of the things that I do really is so that I don't lose my vision soon yeah and so yeah like you mentioned that's like a little stack on me and and you know my grandma had a glaucoma and all that stuff and I've had high eye pressure the last few times I've had my eye test and all that stuff they don't want me to get on eye drops and all that but i'm like what can i do different from my mom and see if that actually is something that i can prevent yeah you know what i mean because at the same time like she said genetically it's there but did my mom really do all she could to avoid it Mm -hmm. no she did not um well, Lupe is here, and I'm so grateful for her guidance, too, because anything Lupe tells me to do, I do it. Um, <laughs> is that 
we're trying to see the alternatives, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not just like, it's not a sentence. Oh, your mom had high blood pressure, so that means you do. Yeah. Oh, your dad, your dad died of coronavirus, that means you will too. Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like, so-and-so yeah. had, re- like, I think there are so many factors as to why yeah. more people are sick. Mm-hmm. Oh man, there's so many. But yeah, and a lot of the, okay, so in the U.S., we have a lot of chronic disease. Yes. There is a lot. We have like the highest rates of chronic disease in the world when we spend the most in healthcare, most money in healthcare, which doesn't really add up in your mind. You're like, how is that even possible? We and spend you think, a lot on medicine. Yeah, on medicine and all these things. And there's some great developments that have happened that allow people to live longer. Our life expectancy has grown, but what is the quality of life? Mm-hmm. So you have to really think about that. And the going back to the medicine thing well so like our alternative medicine if you will call it is this whole natural medicine that you can consider but in my eyes that is traditional medicine yeah. that is what was there before but medications that's, but were that's a thing. The thing people are like no no like it's yeah. not working unless i have a prescription <laughs> or, no like i don't want to hear about going out for a walk to get vitamin D and how vitamin D <laughs> yeah. is the overall thing that is allowing our liver to function and our <laughs> gut to function well and all that. Like people don't want to hear that it's simple. Yeah. And there's a lot of that that, you know, has changed day to day, like even from a generation, like our parents live very different than what we live today, day to day. And so that all has has a factor to play a role in it, our health and, you know, what people are developing these a lot of these, uh, you know, illnesses are, I mean, it's hard to say, but preventable because they're based on lifestyle factors. So it's not going to be like one day to the next, oh, you develop diabetes. No, this has been years of lifestyle choices that have built up that path for you to yeah. where, be where you are today. And so a lot of people nowadays want a prescription. We call it a pill for an ill. So it's like, oh, yeah. And that's what sometimes people are looking for for this coronavirus. They want that medication. What's the cure? What's the cure for that one? And you're like, hold on. You know, you can't just be waiting like for the government to come up with something. You have to play your part. How many people I've heard that people from here like I'm just going to wait for the vaccine. It's like. When you can just keep exercising. I'm and scared getting of getting sunlight. the vaccine. I, I know. Not, Me no, too. I'm not doing it. Well, let's not go down that route. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, guys, we're running out of time, but I want to do something that I heard on another podcast. It's pretty cool. But um, I am all about, right now in my life, I'm all about tactical, do now things kind of. So, uh, Dr. Lupe, if you could give us <laughs> and the audience three tactical things we can do yes. so uh, we can start living a better, healthier lifestyle. Do it. Come on. The okay. Top, the top three things. Like or any three like, things matter. No, okay. But, but like if people, no, if people want to be like, how do I not but get like, sick? Ooh, Somebody's that's hard. Somebody's sitting on the couch just doing nothing. So even just This is hard. Just three? Like, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. man. Ooh. This is tough. Okay, one that I do know for sure, but the other two are kind of hard for me. I will say nasal breathing. So, where can you learn about nasal breathing? Um, well, there's tons of great sources. Honestly, Instagram has led me down a lot of other great practitioners that show a lot of information. But um, um, also, Lupe and I are certified. <laughs> I mean, like, if you want documented resources. But yeah, you can always ask one of us if you're here or want to send us a message. Feel free. You're a terrible salesperson. Yeah, she is. I know, I'm terrible. And we do nasal breathing here at the gym. Go. Yeah, but I was going to say something. So nasal breathing is really important during this time because all of the air that we're going to come in contact that everyone's so scared about wearing these masks and stuff like if it comes through your nose we have a built-in protective system inside of our nose that's going to filter out these bacteria mm-hmm. and be- if it just comes in through your mouth it does not get filtered i'm so, so. disgusted um, go ahead I-, I just always get visions of people getting germs through their mouth and it really grosses me out yeah <laughs> so sorry. try to that's do funny. nasal breathing as yes. much as you can and especially if you're out in public yes. because like you know, a lot of people were wearing their masks and not putting their nose under yes. there. And you're like, hold on, you're kind of defeating the purpose there. It's like a little extra barrier. But if you're breathing just through your nose, that's the built-in filter there. So really try to do that. And it will have so many other effects that are going to build your immune system, you know, increase your circulation, <laughs> oxygen. But like you're meant to breathe through your nose, everyone. You are meant to breathe there. In the, case you forgot. And the more you <laughs> breathe through your nose, it will become easier. Because a lot of people complain about all these things, but... 
Yeah. It, it, it's and just. And also, I don't want to try to see you breathe through your mouth. It's really weird. Yeah. There's. <laughs> I, like a, I mean. The... <laughs> Please stop. Don't, don't even come talk to me. Oh my Go goodness. Ahead. Number two. So I would say eating healthy. I don't know. It's kind of a broad way to, con to yeah. do that. But let's say if you want to narrow it down, eat more vegetables. Let's yeah. get down to that because right. most of people need more vegetables in their life and getting a variety of colors with that in addition right. because, you know, every vegetable pretty much is built in with, it's like its own little medication. Yeah. You know, food is medicine. That's a big yeah. part of what I practice. All of them have different minerals. Yeah, a lot of antioxidants, which yes. are going to be helping you, a lot of vitamins, minerals, you know, phytonutrients, like nutrient-dense food in our, in our vegetables that are going to be helping our bodies to overcome whatever it's coming in contact with. And that is really going to help you to fight off anything and you know you, if you don't like certain veggies you don't have to eat that thing but there's so many varieties out there try something new get creative i miss the mariano salad bar <laughs> a lot, a lot. yeah you know i mean use cr a lot of colors and variety try different things so i would say Boom. eat healthier I agree. and i want to say i'm between the water but i feel like that kind of goes with or sleep is like the two things if i All will right, but Water kind of goes with eating healthier, I guess, but let's say sleep because a lot of that restorative healing happens when we sleep. So decreasing our inflammation, decreasing our stress, you know, boosting our immune system you know, is really happening when we're sleeping. So we don't even realize that the body's doing so much work. production, everything. Yeah, it's clearing out these toxins when you're sleeping and it's building up new cells, you know, new connections and really helping us in this rest and digest part of our nervous system that we really are underestimating in society nowadays because everyone's so high stressed and like, go, go, go. But we need to drive that parasympathetic state, which is when we're recovering and really like, you know, maybe even combating some viruses or like cancer cells and all these things that are bad for you. And so yes. when you're getting sleep, you're really focusing on building a lot of that health at during nighttime. So, I mean, if you can improve the quality of sleep, that is probably best. But yes. like, you know, if people are like, oh yeah, I used to be that person that was like, hey, you know, I don't need that much sleep, but you know, you realize it will catch up to you. So you can't substitute sleep with a yeah, supplement, yeah, yeah. George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for also applying that to his question. <laughs> yeah, guys. All right, guys. We are definitely running out of time. I got to make sure the camera did not shut off on no. us. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Lupe, real quick, we'll go first um, because if the camera does cut off, we want to get your Instagram. Where could these people follow you, Dr. Go. Um, Instagram, my handle is Dr. Lupe Garcia on Instagram and on Facebook, I have uh, my personal page is Lupe Garcia, or I have my doctor page that is Dr. Guadalupe Garcia. Wow! <laughs> anyway, that's <laughs> awesome. And plus, Susie got a new Oh yes, my Instagram so. has changed. It is now Susie Castro underscore CEO. CEO. Hey. My son is named George Creator. <laughs> He's always Let's had his yeah. legit OG. Design. So thank you guys. Uh, we're going to be posting something on Instagram, so if you have any questions for Dr. Lupe, uh, you could find and ask questions there. I'm going to add on vitamin D. Boom. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>